0: I'm an Orthodox Christian now because I live in an Orthodox Christian country. This was the religion that was most accessible to me. It was the you know, it's where the churches are, it's where the the, the the priests are and the pastors are. I made I made a bunch of friends with the Orthodox Christian Church. I mean, look, man,
1: Christianity is the most accessible religion to me in the West. Mm-hmm. So I should be Christian by default, then, if that's the most accessible religion.
2: Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to the Realist podcast slash live stream in the dunya. I'm back with the home base, brother Onhill, who is, yes, believe it or not, the actual third Muslim. Although you might not have seen him much recently. If you guys did not, then check out our stream, which we recorded live with Sneeko himself.
3: I, I talk a lot about wanting to convert to Islam. I, Islam has always been like I, I talk about this all the time, that's why I have moose on the top right. Uh, i've always talked about how the religion that i identify with the most is islam
2: anyways my beautiful brothers please speak let the audience hear your normal voices inshallah
3: talking about god more on my stream and i think it's better for people to follow that but i'm not sure what it is i haven't fully decided uh, what religion i want to join if i if i do i have a lot of uh, a huge christian and muslim audience but what do you think god is
0: See, uh, that is a very tricky qu- question for me. That is a very tricky question for me. I initially became... So my, my my religious story is as follows. I was a young kid. I moved to England at eight years old. I came from Indiana. All of my... Because I'm, I'm mixed race and, you know, African-Americans are overwhelmingly Christian. I used to go to those churches with the big fat black mamas clapping and singing and shit. And Hallelujah. I I, used to, I was the whitest man and I was the whitest little boy in those churches when I was a kid. <laughs> and I wasn't educated on religion that much. When I was eight years old, I believed that, like a lot of people in isolated parts of the world do, that before the internet especially, that everyone believed in God and everyone knew the story of Jesus and everyone was the same religion. I had no concept of what a Muslim was. I had no concept of what an atheist was. And when I was thrown into... Uh, when I was thrown into... School in the United Kingdom, I was going to school with Sikhs, Muslims, Hindus, etc. And I was like, whoa, these people believe in a God that's not God, the real one? That's fucked up. So as a young kid, I read the Bible, I read the Quran, I read the, the, the Guru Granth Sahib, the, the Sikh holy book. And I used to engage in debates with the Muslim kid. I remember his name was Wackass. Shout out to Wackass if you're watching this. And I used to engage in debates. I'd tell him why his religion was wrong and why mine was true. And he'd tell me why his religion was true and mine was wrong. And we'd have these debates in school, and I eventually found myself slipping into atheism. I became an atheist at maybe 12, 13 years old. All right. So this is some
2: good stuff so far. This is this is definitely some good stuff. So unfortunately, you guys, I don't think you could hear, but basically what happened was Sneeko introduced the idea of religion. He said he's leaning towards Islam, but he hasn't really chosen yet. And he asked Tristan about his religious beliefs. And he said that his, you know, his beliefs and his story of um, why he believes what he believes is a bit, you know, intriguing. So he said that when he was young, he was born basically into Christianity. He said like, you know, basically all of African-Americans or a lot of them are Christian. And might I add, the reason for that is because Constantine went to Africa and coerced and forced people, African-Americans, to convert to Christianity. Uh, And it was a lot of them uh, actually over time, even when they accepted Islam later on, like for example, across the Atlantic slave trade, they forced them to adopt Christian beliefs as well. Yeah. So, I mean... It's unfortunate, Bro, but it, such is life.
4: You know, you know, it reminds me of this quote by the president of Kenya. I think his name was Jomo Kenyatta. And he basically said back in the day before, you know, pre-colonization, you know, they had the Bible, we had the land. Post-colonization, they gave us the Bible, and then they got the land. Wow.
2: Mm. That's crazy, man. That's insane. That's insane. Mm. So... <clears throat> yeah that's essentially what happened and then leading up to now you know a lot of uh, these families are christian not knowing why they were christian initially so uh, can i turn my voice up just for you my man mr producer rami <laughs> that's funny so anyways uh he was describing how he was born to christianity and um he eventually went to a uh, a school i think in the uk and and he was surrounded by a lot of different Sikhs and Hindus and Muslims and different religions like what you guys believe in God that's not actually the true God like you know what's wrong with you people and he would debate with people and he would try and convince them that his religion was right. They would try and convince him that their religion was right. And that's after that's right before he started to slip into atheism because he read the Quran the Bible different, you know, religious texts, and they started to slip into atheism. That's where I paused the video. So what do you guys think about that so far?
4: I think it's it reminds attractive. me of you, bro. How yeah. when you had your kind of getting on Dean story and you were out here debating people on the bus and like yeah. in school. <laughs> yeah. MashaAllah.
2: Yeah, yeah. It it does, it does actually resonate with me. Uh the difference mm. is because I think because I was on the truth already, it was just easy for me to go further and deeper into it and then debate it. But when you're trying to argue something like Christianity, you know, someone's like, How can Jesus be God when you know Jesus had to eat and God doesn't have to eat? You're like, trying to explain hypostatic union and then it's just one contradiction backed by another contradiction backed by another contradiction. It just doesn't make any sense, you know. I could see why mm. he would end up falling into uh you know kind of atheism or agnosticism at least.
1: Hmm. Yeah. How about uh how about you on hill? Oh, I to mean, so, say
4: yeah. I wanna finish this into the rest of it. Yeah. Right. And bro, is there a way you can make that you know how the right now? Yeah. The video that you're playing from YouTube is the top left corner. Yeah. Is there a way you can make that full screen instead of like, so they can see everything on YouTube?
2: Yeah. When I play the video, I, I actually open up the actual browser for them. Like right now, okay, okay, got you. they can see the browser. Call us,
4: so let's continue, thing. bro. All
2: right. And also what I'm going to do, someone suggested a very I think, brilliant idea uh, just to turn on <laughs> captions. So that's what I'm going to do here. So hopefully you guys can actually read the captions, like Fad and you guys can read the captions as we go along me too Uh, i no longer cared for that
0: all right yeah jazakallah khair inshallah i'm going to start the video again religion and i believe that you know religion wasn't for me and you know you don't need god in your life to live a very happy life until i started to look around at what other atheists were doing it's imagine joining a team of people essentially and looking around at your teammates and you see people bragging about how many abortions they have people with fucking purple hair talking about how how being a minor attracted person, or as I like to call them a pedophile, is a sexual orientation. And I was looking around at how atheists were behaving. I thought, whoa, 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 maybe I've missed a trick. Maybe there was something to this, to this god shit that I dismissed as a young boy. And I, I did further research, re- further research. And I don't believe that any holy book that I've read in the world, I'm not, I'm not trying to offend Christians, Muslims, Jews, Sikhs. I don't believe any holy book that I've read in the world is perfect. I believe that they're all man's interpretation of the thoughts of God, certainly. And I'm an Orthodox Christian now because I live in an Orthodox Christian country. This was the religion that was most accessible to me. It was the, you know, it's where the churches are. It's where the, the, the priests are and the pastors are I made. I made a bunch of friends with the Orthodox Christian church. I spend a lot of time in Dubai. I have a massive respect for Islam. I look at the way that their daughters behave, the way that they run their families. The same with uh, Orthodox Christianity, the way their daughters behave, the way they run their families. I'm like this, there's something to this. This is so much better than atheism. Yeah. Uh, I can't advise you on religious matters because I'm not a religious scholar.
3: This is not a religious and, question, Ed. And, um, I don't mean to cut you well, off. What
0: do I, oh, yeah. Uh,
3: I don't think it's a religious question. I think it's a more of a, a philosophical question because my journey to finding God was pretty much exactly like yours. I, yeah. I grew up Christian and then I became an atheist because I was a big debater kid and I was like, "Why is the priest going to tell me all this stuff? He has no life yeah. experience."
2: All right, I think that's very interesting as well. Were you guys able to uh, to read and kind of keep up with it?
1: Yeah, I could read and hear. It.
2: You, wait, did you say hear it? You could hear it?
4: Yeah, I could. I could yeah, I could. I could read it and hear it too,
2: bro. What? What? Uh, where did? When did this happen, bro? Alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. All right. So alhamdulillah. I don't have to. I don't have to explain. It. That's great. So, subhanallah, you know back when he was saying the whole thing about um he didn't think any religious text was perfect and he said that they're they're definitely like interpretations of the thoughts of god so one how would you know that you know that they are interpretation of thoughts of god how wouldn't and if they had the thoughts of god why would they need to interpret it and not just tell us what the thoughts are kind of verbatim word for word but and i think it's funny That's because cool. he's also reading all of these texts in english so mm-hmm. they go through an entire translational era back whenever they were translated and um you know
4: what the hell real real quick all they see is still the youtube view bro they can't see us oh shoot my bad i don't know what
2: happened i had an entire source for discord and it just like got rid of it i'm not sure why
1: but bro i have my phone like set to horizontal and it's showing like it's all 'all y'all like this bro (laughs) <laughs> we're all like we're all like this right now I'm like, oh, I don't
2: understand it this whole stream is sideways it's funny what alright guys give me uh like 20 seconds let me thank the you super chats you can hear me bro yeah
4: yeah huge shout out to brother Ali Chabar for the super chat and sister Fatima again for always supporting the channel may Allah bless both of you Love I'm what, I mean. mad, but what the hell is going on with this
2: do you have like orientation lock on
4: Nah, bro, I don't mess around with that. <laughs> yeah, we definitely we definitely gotta address the whole thing about uh you know no holy book is perfect. And you know, we definitely need to address that. Um, oh, that's problem. Guys, problem. guys, man, it's you know, problem. Iblis is working overtime today on trying to you know ruin the stream. All
2: right, there we go. I got it now, Alhamdulillah. I think that's uh that solves it. So yeah, alhamdulillah. Uh, Long story short, it's crazy that with this entire mess of the stream so far, we've actually gained like uh, 300 viewers. Alhamdulillah. But back to the actual point, back to the point. All these religions, or sorry, these religious texts went through a translational period, or uh, just uh, at least a translation. So, you know, the Bible, the Quran, the the Old Testament, everything, uh, even the, the Hindu Vedas, they all went through translation. So English readers can be able to read it. Um, if he were to read it in Arabic and understand Arabic, I think he would have, no, actually, I know he would have a different conclusion. Because there is no liter- There's no um, literature in, in any language, I'd say, that matches the Qur'an. So when you read the Qur'an, you're like, this is just this is just elegant. The way it's, it's you know, certain words are being used, like the, I don't want to say rhyme scheme, but the literary devices that are being used, subhanAllah, it's like, it touches your heart. And maybe if he listened to the recitation of the Qur'an while reading it, he'd feel differently as well. Because, again, mm-hmm. he's just reading an English language. Like, the English language is a flawed language to begin with, in my opinion, because it's so reductionist. It's just so, like, reduced. You know what I mean? Like, the Arabic language, Chinese, these are such vast languages. English is like, it's like a dumb language, if I'm being completely honest.
1: No disrespect to English. But if I'm trying to be as real as possible, I kind of want to know what he means for uh orthodox christian is like the religion that's most accessible to him right now i mean look man christianity is the most accessible religion to me in the west Mm -hmm. so i should be christian by default then if that's the most accessible religion you know so then it's like didn't his brother andrew say that he's a orthodox christian because
4: of the the power the he, and he's like people, he donates twenty thousand
1: dollars He donates a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like at that point, like is it really accessibility? Or is it just more of like um there's a word for it. Y'all know the word I'm talking about here. Or an influence? Nah, nah, nah. But khalas,
4: I get your point, bro. It's kind of like friends with benefits.
1: <laughs> mm. That's
2: funny.
4: Hmm. Yeah, bro. Like, I, I remember that didn't sit right with me when he's like, you know, it's the most accessible thing. I'm an orthodox Christian because that's not a good enough reason, bro. Because by default, then we should be atheist or, or whatever, you know, they're trying to promote, which is always going to change because of status quo. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's the thing with Islam. It doesn't matter where you come from, what religion you're born into, what race or culture you're from. At the end of the day, we're all trying to come to this one straight path. Yeah, 100%. And you know what? I
2: actually, on that note i i did appreciate the fact that he looked at atheists and what they were saying and doing and they were like he was like you know the heck is this i can't believe even if it's a lack of disbelief you know i can't join you in whatever you're you're preaching so maybe there is something with religion because he looked at you know religious people and he saw he saw the you know consistency coherency and the just the proper way of living according to him that you know he witnessed from these people and i think that's good because i think it speaks to the fitra that everyone's born with that innate disposition that things you know deep down you know things should be like this things should be like that this that just doesn't feel right and i do appreciate that from him and i think it's good because it shows that religion to an extent is supposed to be pragmatic it's supposed to be something that is is you know physically beneficial it's supposed to be something that is efficient that is you know it's just practical it's supposed to be practical and um maybe some religions are some religions aren't allahu alam but that's why you know when you look at muslims and not every muslim is practicing obviously not every muslim nation or muslim majority country is practicing but that's why when you look at muslims you can see customs, traditions that you can appreciate because the religion itself is practical and i'm excited to see what sneeko and him have to say like later on in the video uh quick thank you to the super chats bint May Allah bless you. Thank you for the ten dollars, Ali Chabar. Always coming clutch. Thank you for the ten, or sorry, for the hundred. Ten times ten. My bad. Uh, Mars Abdul. Thank you. Uh, he says, for the sake of Allah, may Allah reward you and accept it, and multiply it for you immensely. Ameen. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. If you want to do something, actually, no, I don't want to discourage anyone. But uh, there are many charities that are great to donate to. Speaking of that, Inshallah, we're going to be doing a uh, some kind of charity very soon with Brother Ali Chabar. So stay tuned for that, inshallah. But with that being said, any other thoughts before we get back to the uh, the video?
4: Let's dive right in, boy. All right, bismillah.
3: And then the same thing. I I just left New York City, but New York City is a very godless place. People running around, purple hair, like literally doing dances for how many abortions they've had. And they're changing their gender. They're, the pride month too is like one of the biggest sins if you think about it pride is one of the biggest sins they have a whole yeah. month to celebrate it so there's there's all this godless behavior and you're seeing how it's changed and so i would say my journey to finding god is the same as yours i look at religious people and i'm like there's something to this but my yeah. uh, i'm conflicted because I, I think of something like god and i think of how religions call it like god is the father and we're supposed to fear god and even in my head like the fact that god has a gender makes no sense to me i, I think of it as a as a spiritual thing so i I'm wondering what you define God. I I think God is is everything good in the world. God is love. God is the connection between people. Is that what you think too? God is is powerful. And
0: I know that a lot of people watching this will be atheists. So I don't want to tell anyone what to believe in. And I, I don't really want to talk about my own personal religious convictions that much. So let me just give a message to any atheists out there. Or let me give you a message to my previous atheist self i would certainly say this god is powerful god is absolutely Mm. and ultimately powerful and whether he is real or not before you start looking into what god is and trying to find god look at the power of god look at how god influences societies influences people creates better people god's power is certainly real within all of us if you if you let it in and um yeah, I don't want to talk about my own personal religious convictions too much, but yeah, God, God is powerful and God very much is real, whether you want to b- believe in him or not, cuz I've seen it.
3: It's probably That's all I can tell. The best way to uh, to raise a child is is with some sort of All
2: right, what do you guys think of that?
4: Mm. I've I've heard this a lot, bro, on a lot of different channels talking about God's power and the idea of God, and I just don't want Brother Tristan Tate, because, again, he's, he's too smart, bro. He's too smart to become one of these people that look at God as, like, an idea, as, like, an overarching concept to create better humans. Yeah. I want them to understand that, yes, God actually does exist. It's not, like, the idea of it that leads us to, you know, have better lives and only, only leave it at that. On hell, bro. Man. Nah.
1: I'm trying to correct this thing again, but it's doing the damn thing. I'll, I'll be right back. I'm gonna close out.
2: No worries, bro. No worries. So, no. what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I want to give a few of my thoughts. So, subhanAllah, I think that it's 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 good again that he could see religion is practical. God is, you know, God's, um, you know, rules and um, his commandments are supposed to be practical. Supposed to be beneficial. Supposed to be good. Like um, Sneeko was saying, God is good. And all that stuff, anything that is good, that is God. I want to comment on that later because obviously, you know, we we disagree with that statement. And and I think a few other things that he said. Um, But how would you know what God is or who God is or how God is without God telling you? Let's be honest. You could say God is love or God is wrath or God is this or God is that. And by the way, all of them fall short. Because if you look at God, capital letter G, definition of God, it doesn't make sense that you limit God by saying he's like death, for example. Or God is death. Well, you can't have death without life, really, if you think about it. You can have a state of non-existence, but you can't have death or dying without life. So all, the, all like automatically, your definition of God is a limited one, because you can't have that without the other. God is love. Well, you, can you really have love without hate? So do your God exist if hate doesn't exist? So does not that make him dependent as at least as a concept that doesn't make sense. God is the one who has no limitation and his definition is not a limited one. It's not, he's four sides and four corners, like a square. It's a a one of of, of unlimitedness, unlimitedness. Basically, God is unlimited. He's defined by a lack of limitation. He can do anything. He's all powerful. He's all knowing. He's all wise. He's so on and so forth. As soon as you start defining God by he can't, by virtue of his own existence, uh, then you've kind of already failed, in my opinion. So I think if you're going to prove God, it has to be in a way that is is a bit more definitive. Like Sneeko said, it's a philosophical mm. discussion. So this would require fil- philosophical arguments. Um, you know, you can't prove God really by being like, well, look at this cup. There's a cup, therefore God. You can't look at anything in the world and do that. Therefore God. You You can argue, you can make a good case. There is intelligent design. That would entail a designer, and that's the most logical, you know, solution to this this issue of why are there are things that are designed so, you know, properly with a nice beautiful pattern or some pragmatic, efficient, you know, use or capability. That is, you know, a pretty good argument, in my opinion. But to have something definitive, you need a philosophical argument, like the contingency argument, which I do want to give to on, inshallah.
1: But um Yeah. So no. I would I would invite everyone to think about the Abrahamic experience where the prophet Abraham, peace be upon him he yes, was reflecting on on what God was and he looked at, if, please correct me if I say this wrong because I'm sure one of you know this better or the viewers, y'all might know this better uh, but he was looking at the sun and he was like, ah oh, the sun is just so grand, it's so powerful, it's amazing, the sun is my God but then when it became nighttime, he's like, wait, but the sun's not here. Like, if it, if the sun left, then it, it can't be my God. It, it's, it's not it. So he looked at the moon, and then he's like, ah, the moon. Look how amazing the moon is. It just shines. It's so beautiful. And it's so grand. And, and this, this has to be it. Like, this is my God. But then the moon went away, and then the sun came back. And then he kept doing these deductions back and back until he finally got to the conclusion of what God actually was yeah that's I mean, very please correct me on I mean that's that's like you know, that's the gist of it at least yeah 100 percent
2: and obviously we don't believe that Abraham actually believed these things like he actually believed the sun was God or anything he was the scholars say he was doing this to show his people that what they're saying makes no sense you know imagine yeah, yeah, yeah. you believe your people believe the sun is God and the moon is God and someone comes to you and they're like oh yeah I believe it's God bro did it did it just set where bro your God just left what did it go sleep it's set it's not here anymore He's like, I can't worship that. He's like, I don't worship things that set, that disappear. Um, and I think that is very powerful. That is very powerful. I think that's a great point, mashallah. Let's uh, let's end off the video here.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Religious morals, but I, I I just personally ask you that if you uh, want to talk about something else. But I just personally ask about that because that's the same reason that I try to. Fo- I just see all the good that it does, and I see that I acknowledge that as the right thing to follow. But I still struggle trying to find some sense of what is this really? What is God? But yeah, I, yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's
0: a tricky question. Uh, for, me, I'm, for me, I'm a Christian. I have a massive Muslim fan base um, and I have a lot of young Muslim kids who follow me and ask me for advice, etc. And what I always say to them is this, and I mean this with all of my heart. I know Muslim religious scholars and I am not one. I respect Islam massively. But if you want to learn about uh, Islam, or if you want to follow Islam, I am not your your hero wow. because I'm not actually a Muslim. I no. respect the fuck out of you. Let me handle with the let me handle the people who dislike Islam. Let me talk to the Christians and the Jews and the atheists who dislike Islam and talk them around. If you want information on your own religion and people to follow, there are millions, thousands, hundreds of thousands of Islamic scholars who know much more than me, who can educate you on your religion much better than me. I'm a Christian. I follow Christianity. Uh, wow. I didn't want to pause so soon to the end, close to the end. Mm. But
2: bro, m- honestly, m- mad respect him because there's a lot of arrogant people that would love to just inflict their own beliefs and ideas onto the religion. Be like, be like this, be like that, blah, blah, blah. This is what Islam is. That's is what Islam says. I actually respect him very much for saying that. He- 100%. He is not arrogant enough to just, you know, implement his own beliefs onto onto Islam. He is, mashallah, yeah. humble enough to say, I don't know, I'm not a Muslim, you have Muslim, Islamic scholars, go to the scholars. That's exactly what we tell people when they ask us fiqh questions, questions about rulings, is this halal, is that haram, so on and so forth, when we don't know. That's facts, bro. That's amazing, man. Yo, mashallah. this this
4: reminds me, and, and I say this, you know, no disrespect to young Don, bro. May Allah guide you. Listen, we still have, Hopes and, and aspirations for anyone that's not Muslim, may Allah guide them all. But it reminds right. me of these comments, bro, when the whole fiasco went down, people were like Young Don became an Islamic scholar overnight and it's just an example. A lot of people are like what Rami is saying. A lot of people, a lot of influencers. It gets to their head, bro. You know, and it's coming from a very humble and pious place when Tristan said that I'm not your hero if you're looking at me as like the pinnacle of like Islamic scholarship. It's not. I'm not. So, yeah. you know, I'm i I'm a Christian and he and he made that very clear and I like that.
2: Yeah, 100%. I think that's beautiful, masha'Allah.
0: I had to pause just to make you know that comment yeah, on
4: that There's a minute left. Yeah, bismillah.
0: Um, and I'd rather people ask me about that. But, you know, I love Islam, I love Christianity, and it's uh, atheism sucks, atheism's for nerds.
3: Yeah, I don't want to be an atheist <laughs> nerd anymore. Because that's when I feel I, I had no purpose, I had no direction in life. And this has given yeah. me more purpose and more... It's, I feel more alive. Believing yeah. in God and believing in good. Yeah, I agree.
2: Wow. All right. Bismillah. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. SubhanAllah. That's crazy, bro. Let me stop sharing this because we're done with the reactions for now. SubhanAllah. I mean, bro, I just want to get this out of the way before I forget. If a person wants to, you know, determine which religion is true, you would have to look at the texts. Look at the arguments for that religion and see which one stands, if any of them stand. When you go to Islam, and I'm only going to talk about Islam because I'm a Muslim, I don't want to waste time with talking about other religions. We can talk about Christianity, all that stuff. But another day, inshallah. And I would love to get both of them or either of them on the podcast, inshallah, to talk about this. I think that'd be a great, great conversation. But let's look at Islam. Islam has prophecies and arguments even within the Quran. For example, Allah says in the Quran, That if this had been from anyone other than God, you would have found in it many contradictions, meaning it's from God. There won't be contradictions. Go try and find a contradiction. If you think you found one because it's in English and go ask a scholar, see if it's a contradiction. You won't find one. I've actually been trying myself. I have genuinely been trying since I started practicing when I was 16 to the few years ago. Alhamdulillah, I couldn't find one. I thought I found a few, and then when you go to the Arabic, you dig deeper, you look at the definitions of these words, it's not a contradiction. It's just very silly David Wood type arguments. The Quran says that we have sent the reminder, the Quran, and we will surely preserve it. When you look at the, for example, the Sanaat manuscripts and other manuscripts, you have manuscripts like from Surah, uh, Surah I think Surah Taha, uh, the beginning, the end of Surah Maryam, beginning of Surah Taha, I think is what it is you see word for word letter for letter what they have in that manuscript is the same exact verses and words and letters that we have in our Quran today and um, uh, what's the brother's name um, Adnan Rashid he's actually uh, studying this stuff he has many videos on that so we know the Quran has been preserved as well then you look mm-hmm. at for example the the challenge in the Quran you know if you believe that this is uh, you know if you don't believe this is from God just bring one chapter like it Bring one chapter, like anything in the Qur'an. The shortest chapter in the Qur'an has 10 words. 10 words, 3 verses, right? And like over 20 literary devices, over 20 rhetorical devices, including prophecy. Bring something like that, bring the equivalent to that. And people will say, well, it's just based on, you know, subjective belief. You believe that sounds nice. I believe this sounds nice. I'm not talking about which sounds nicer. I'm talking about how many literary devices it uses. If it's in line with, uh, you know, grammatical literacy in the Arabic language or in whatever language you're you're using, so on and so forth. You will not find the equivalent to that. You'll find the equivalent to Shakespeare. You'll find the equivalent to Eminem. You'll find the equivalent to Picasso and other artists. Mm. You will find that, you know, even computers can generate pictures nicer than some artists nowadays. Like, you'll find these things. You will not find that for the Qur'an. You will not find the equivalent. I challenge you guys, go try and find the equivalent. You will not find it, even for one chapter of the Qur'an.